All right, welcome to the GMB show, Unfortunate Fluorescent Lighting Edition. <laughs> uh, I'm Andy, this is Ryan. For the next 20 plus or minus minutes, we're going to be talking about how you can put together different but related programs that uh, have different benefits, that different attributes, different skills, how you can combine different ideas, different sorts of programs without them. Uh, collapsing the uh, probability wave into all kinds of negative, nasty consequences. Sounds fun, man. Not very scientific at all. I think we should, you know, go to the side. It's all science, right? It's all science. Um, yeah. So, yeah, this is yeah, something. When I say collapsing the yeah. probability wave, it's, it's, not, it's not actual, it's not actual uh, you know, any kind of nuclear science involved. It's, it's not really, you don't even have to call Heisenberg to ask about <laughs> You know anything? You don't have to check on the cat. Uh, none of this stuff applies. It's not as scientific as most people try to make it out to be. Now there is science behind programming, mm -hmm. but when it comes to how it impacts the real world, it's just like Mike Tyson said: everybody's got a plan, then they get punched in the mouth. And your training is a lot like a punch in the mouth sometimes. That's right. That's right. This is one of the questions we get all the time. You know, how can I combine all of these different things together, create the ultimate program? Uh, for me to do it and you know what um, yeah it's while you can combine things uh, you first need to take a look at uh, is it really necessary or not uh, it all comes back down to your main goal and so if you're trying to combine every single thing you can well you're you're only dabbling you're not really focusing on what you need and and that's what you really need to take a look at so yeah we might want to be able to do um, you know, barbell squats with, uh, I have no idea, planches, iron crosses, um, what else can we throw in there? Uh, one arm handstands and, you know, it's all these drills, there you go, you know, just all this fun stuff. But, um, it really comes down to looking at what you can do, uh, your lifestyle. Okay. Do you have the proper time? Do you have the, uh, nutrition out in? do you have your recovery? Uh, what's going on in your life? And then looking at really what you need. So, um, again, this isn't science. This is really just taking a step back and becoming more aware of what's going on in your life and what you can actually do. So, um, we all have to start somewhere. And so, looking at, I think, the best thing that you could do is find something that you actually want to work on. Something that you would enjoy working on. And, and start from there. Sometimes this might mean cutting out some of the other things. Uh, that you've been doing right now and so it doesn't mean that you don't that you can't do them and that's what we're going to talk about today is how you can combine some of these things but really take a look at making sure that uh, it's not taking over and affecting some of the other things that you're trying to do let's just get into it so Andy why don't you throw out some things that maybe person might want to work on and let's see how we could give some examples of how we could combine things is that sure a good place to start or yeah i mean i think first i just want to say you know we have talked about that at gmb we do generally recommend picking something to focus on and cycling yeah. through it you know and so i'm not going to go into the lasagna and oatmeal cookie uh <laughs> lecture again but you know we've talked about cycling before on the website uh we've talked about on the show before how to put some things on the back burner if you don't need to focus on them. Um, but 
today we're going to talk about how to put things together if you just really, really want to work on different things simultaneously. Um, and so with that said, though, I do want to also say that you cannot optimize being a generalist. Mm -hmm. You cannot optimally, optimally be general. It's not, that's not the way it works. Optimization means specializing. Optimization means you have a goal. Optimization means that you trend towards something. You cannot optimize for everything. And that's why we recommend cycling and what that approach is about. It's trying to optimize selectively for short periods on this, then on this, then on this, so that the trend over time is that everything does improve, right? But if you just want to do everything at once, understand that you can't do it optimally. Right. You can have a lot of scientific theories about you know, how to periodize and peak and all this stuff, but really that's not the way life works. So you can't do everything the best you can. Uh, there's being a generalist and then there's being a dilettante. You, know? uh, you can't do everything at full capacity all the time. You, unless it's your job in your life. If you really want to do everything, you're working at you know 50% capacity for each if you're doing two things, 30% capacity each if you do three things. If you're doing 10 things, 10% capacity is all you've got because you, nobody has more than 100% unless you're taking away from other things. So that's really one that's of what it comes down to, really. Yeah, is yeah. you have to look at those percentages and it's and always yeah. balance. Yeah, yeah. And, um, and that's really kind of, I think, where our discussion is going. That's our end thing is just to let you know that, that yes, if you really, really want to combine stuff, great. Go ahead and do it. I mean, we're not going to be the ones that say, no, you're going to die. You can do whatever you want, okay? But you just have to understand that you're not going to be working at full capacity because you have to adjust things in order to be able to continue doing whatever you're doing. So looking at those two movements that's the division is going to be 50 50. and so if your goal is you want to nail the planche and if you want to nail the one-arm handstand well then i would step back and look at those individually and focus on one of those at a time but hey this discussion is about combining stuff how do we combine stuff sure so and the way to do that is to look not at the skill you're trying to do or at your goal of being great at everything uh -huh. because this is either too specific or too general when you're talking about putting putting different things together. It's not useful for, for a programming perspective. When you're looking at programming uh, a training plan, you need to look at what attributes you're developing in your body, right? And what skills you are learning. Those are the way, that's the way that you're going to be able to productively uh, put together different ideas and training. So at GMB, we tend to break things down, strength, flexibility, and control, right? Now, there's also other, uh, other things like on the, on the strength continuum, we also have, you know, strength endurance, mm. the ability to hold uh, something, uh, you know, hold something heavy or hold a position for a long amount of time. We also have power which is like the opposite side of that, the ability to, you know, increase, to create force very quickly for a short duration, you know, um, on the flexibility side, there's, you know, there's joint mobility and, you know, stretchiness, flexibility. Uh, we all know that you don't actually make the muscles longer. So, but there's, you know, there's also a thing where you, you train the body not to hold that 
tonus, right? Okay. And on the control side of things, there's different kinds of skills. There's, you know, the vestibular sense that increases, that gets more efficient. There's, uh, you know, gross motor, fine motor, things like that. Uh, a lot of things, a lot of stuff to keep in mind. And when you want to combine different kinds of programs together, it's not as simple as saying, I want to do rings for upper body and ollie lifting for lower body. Because anyone who's done either one of those knows that, well, ollie lifting requires a lot more technique and a lot of flexibility that people don't realize. And also, the rings also uses a lot more of your body than just your upper body, too. And the other thing is that a lot of the advanced ring skills that people think they're going to do require a lot more joint uh, range of motion than most people have. And they also put the tendons under a lot more stress than, uh, than we're, we're able to handle. So it takes longer to develop than it does just to develop the muscular strength. Uh, so you can't just do snatches, iron cross practice, and sprints and say that you've got a good program. Because what you're trying to do is combine disciplines that are like stepping on each other's toes. So... There's a few things that we did, we can learn from reading books like Super Training and mm -hmm. getting like the Russian strength sequence, mm -hmm. uh, secrets, sequence, secrets, uh, <laughs> you know, um, one is that we know that the nervous system responds differently to different kinds of training, right? So, uh, like high power stuff, high technique stuff requires a lot more of the nervous system's, uh, efficiency. And things like strength require more than endurance, right? And so if you're trying to plan something in a day, you want to do things that require more technical control. You know, if we're talking about uh, strength, flexibility, and control, more control earlier in the day or earlier in the week. So if you're doing power training, that should come earlier in the week than your strength endurance, right? Uh, if you're trying to plan something on like, you know, uh, Monday, Wednesday, Friday schedule, you might do your power training on Monday, uh, strength training on Wednesday, and on Friday, you would basically, that would be your long holds and your endurance training. But then where's technique and all that? Well, it's nowhere. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, you know, you have to figure out which attributes are still important to you because uh, you're always going to be making uh, some sort of uh, compromise. But Power and technique and speed, those things tend to take more, uh, let's say, neural attributes, more neural juice to do, right? So as you fatigue, your technique goes down, your power output goes down, your speed goes down, okay? But after that point, you can still uh, work on your max strength. You can still uh, really do a lot of good work on, uh, you know, um, force production, right? So all of your holds, all of those kinds of things will work fine later in the week or later in the day. And after that's done, what you've got left is you've got, you know, long endurance holds or uh, things that don't require much strength, but right might require more uh, cardio breathing endurance, right? And then the last thing, when you're too damn tired to even move, well, even though it is exercising control and it is teaching the nervous system, stretching is something that you don't really have to move to do.
when people do ask us about combining, for example, the GMB programs, and uh, we get asked a lot about it uh, for like focus flexibility, integral strength, and vitamin, because those we specifically made to address uh, focus flexibility for the flexibility, integral strength for the strength, and vitamin for the motor control. Those are the three things that we work on, and so we made one course for each. So people ask how to put them together. Well, the way we recommend to do it is to focus on the high skill load stuff early in the morning. Make that your vitamin, or if you're not doing one of our courses, make that your playtime, your practice time for learning new skills, new techniques. Make that when you work on your handstand and uh, and that kind of things. Not immediately when you get out of bed, go upside down, but after you wake up, you know, warm up a little bit and make that the time that you work on your skills. Middle of the day or following the technique practice, that's when you can work on the strength moves. You know, and you would want to move from the faster movements to the slower movements, from the power moves to the grinds over the course of that session. And then later in the day, it could be in the evening, or if it's one massively long session, it could be at the end of it, that's when you would do your flexibility. But that's the way we recommend to do it, you know, is to start with technique, go to strength, and then wind up with flexibility last either in the day or in the week or whatever your, your micro cycle is. And not even combining programs, but the way that we set things up in GMB is that way where, let's say, even if you're only focusing on one particular program, you always start off with the mobility, your, your warm-up, and then you'll go into the technical aspect, working on a particular skill. Then you'll then follow up with conditioning, that strength work, and then finally you'll do your stretching. So it's not just thinking about combining the programs, but it's just the way that we like to do everything. Um, you know, if you look at a decathlete, you know, even men's gymnastics is a good example where there's multiple events uh, that they have to prepare themselves for. You know, they're not going to try and do everything in a single day as well. And so uh, the way that Andy just described is exactly the way that I used to train. Whereas we would have to look at those six things that we had to work on. We broke those up throughout the week. And in the beginning of the week, we'd make sure that we'd really focus on the skill aspect of things. Then towards the end of the week would be more of our conditioning, our, our uh, you know, endurance work that we would use in order to strengthen ourselves for the particular skills that we'll then once again go and look at. Uh, the following week. So, you know, decathlete is another good example of training because they're not just going to do every single event each day. They're looking at it as a whole. So if you do want to combine these programs, um, you also need to understand that you're not going to be able to perform uh, the movements, the skills that are within that program at a very high level uh, while you're doing this. And the reason why is simply because you're using other things, other pieces of the program. And so you do have to have that acceptance uh, to know that you're going to have to bring it down just a little bit and at least start there. And so when you do want to combine programs, take them down a few levels. Uh, start working on the most basic movements and then gradually work your way up. Instead of thinking, okay, I stopped, I don't even know, you know, my, my strength output was at this level when I was just doing X movement. Don't think that you're going to be able to keep performing at that level by tacking sure. on another program. So we've, we've gotten questions before, and this isn't to, to, to try to make anyone seem like they're stupid or anything, but we've gotten questions before that were like, oh, I used to be able to do 20 push-ups, but 
I just did this workout and I tried to do push-ups and I could only do 15. I wonder if the workout made me weaker. Well, no, the workout made you tired. And I, I, you know, <laughs> I've seen variations on that question asked in different ways. And it's not that the person is dumb. It's just that they're, you know, we get hung up on this idea that this is a, a measure of our strength or this is a test and then we should be able to always meet that all the time. But you have to know that your strength and your energy are going to go up and down depending on your other uh, activities. You know, and so just like Ryan said, you're not going to be able to, uh, you know, practice all of these movements and skills at the highest level, which is why when we teach and when we, we show people at seminars, you know, we'll practice the technique at the highest level that we can safely do the technique. Well, then we'll work on strength training at a less sophisticated level of a similar movement. And then finally, we'll do conditioning at almost like the easiest yeah. or at least one level easier or less sophisticated movement uh, version of that same movement, right? Uh, so it's all built into the way that we program stuff, but that's the way that the body works. And, you know, when you're when you're working on strength, you can't do it at the highest level of technique that you have. And when you're working on conditioning, you can't do it at the highest level of technique you have because, you know, you're doing more, more and more reps of it, you know. And you can try, but it's yeah, going to be horrible. Try. It's going to be horrible. I mean, it's your form is going to be off. It's it's not really going to be helping you, to be honest, uh, yeah. trying to do that. And so here's the thing. If if you can do, let's say, if, let's just make the technique like, you know, cartwheels, Okay. Now, if you can do five perfect cartwheels, all right, and I know that's not a challenge for a lot of people, but just bear with me here. You can do five perfect cartwheels. Uh, so you say, okay, my cartwheels are really good. Now I'm going to do my endurance work. Oh, I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to do cartwheel tapatas. Okay, cool. That's fine. I've done that before, actually. It's not a terrible workout, but here's the thing. How many cartwheels are you going to do in eight sets of 20 seconds? like 40 maybe i don't know but if you're do, if you can do five perfect cartwheels well that's five cartwheels that are getting you better at cartwheels mm -hmm. and if you do 40 cartwheels at the level of quality that you can do in a tabata when you're pushing as hard as you can so you're doing 40 pretty bad cartwheels now is that going to make your cartwheels better or worse do you think you're practicing the bad ones more than you're practicing the good ones and so this is why you need to bring the sophistication level down for the endurance. So, you know, when you're trying to combine programs and things and looking at different exercises, you need to know that your conditioning needs to be at a lower level of sophistication. It needs to be easier technique than the skill work that you do and then the strength work. Practicing those good habits instead of doing crappy movements, which are going to cause yes. you just to practice bad habits. So. Yeah, and so the, the things that you condition on, you're doing more reps of them more quickly, so it needs to be something that is not technically challenging for you. Yeah, this is really good. I mean, if, if oh, let's just be honest, a lot of it comes down to ego too with a lot of people, and, sure. and it's tough, you know, it's tough to really take a step back and say, hey, listen, you know, maybe you can do it at this level, but it doesn't mean you should be doing it, so bring it down. And just because you do take it down a few levels, Honestly, just really trust us on this. You're going to get better by doing it this way. You really will. So um, trust in the process is, a, is another yeah. way to look at it too. So once again, yes, you can combine programs. 
Just understand that you have to make these adjustments. And as long as you know this, this process, this way that we have things lined out, where we first focus on looking at the technical side of it, the skill work, coming into it with the conditioning, and then going into a little bit deeper of the strength work, but constantly, or pardon me, always bringing the level of sophistication of the skill down, uh, progression-wise or level, however you want to say it, uh, working it that way is going to help you to get better and also make sure that you're focusing on those good habits. And it's not just with our stuff. I mean, this goes for we we have uh, people in our uh, alpha community who are, you know, using uh, they're doing rings one along with uh, kettlebells, kettlebells and lifting. Yes. Right. Yeah. That's totally OK, uh, because as long as you know that rings one is mostly your technique and your strength and the kettlebells, then you're using for conditioning. Uh, and that's fine. You just have to know where things fit together right. and that you're not trying to do a full kettlebell program that addresses everything plus a full body weight program that addresses everything plus a full like weightlifting program that addresses everything at the same time you can't address everything multiple times at the same time because unless you you quit doing other things yeah you know yeah, yeah. so yeah there's being a generalist works great if that's your job mm -hmm. otherwise trying to do too many things it just makes you a dilettante that you know you're just dabbling in a bunch of crap <laughs> you know so you have to really know what it is that you're after with each aspect, each program you want to put together or with each exercise you want to add. Why? Know why and know which aspects of that, which attributes you're, you're going towards and how they impact all the other ones. It's, it's again, it's not rocket science. Mm -hmm. It is, you know, it is not quantum physics. It is not something where, uh, you know, we have to devise clever uh, formulas for it, a lot of it is you you put the plan together and then you wait to get punched in the face by reality with it. Uh, yeah. But then, you know, you you readjust your sights and you try again, maybe. Yeah. yeah. No, and that's good. And that's really just what it comes back down to. So, you know, have that plan, follow the plan, but understand it's probably going to be. Well, it's probably it will probably need an adjustment and uh, just allow for that. And you can do it. It will. So. it will because we're all individual and we all have we all have different different ways we spend our energy and our attention uh, during the day and during the week. So it's always going to be different for all of us. We all have different injuries and different situations we're coming from. So, yeah, make your plans based on what you see other people doing. Ask for help from mm -hmm. someone like us or someone who is even better looking than us. <laughs> but then know that you're going to have to adjust it. Yeah. All right. So. With that in mind, if you do have any questions about how you could do that, or maybe you have some comments where maybe you don't agree with what we have to say, that's great. We'd love to hear about that and learn from you. So feel free, leave us a comment, send us an email. We love talking to people. So uh, thanks for listening, and until next time, that's all I got. <laughs> Later, everybody. Thanks. For more great info, join us over at gmb.io and be sure to check us out on iTunes and YouTube.